Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Awakening Podcast. And today I have a guest, Julia Dars, and she is triple certified personal trainer. She is a nutrition coach and also a behavioral coach. And she's also a winner of Arnold Classic Festival, which is big. And today we'll be talking about mindset. We'll be talking about nutrition, about working out and uh, about breathing. And I can't wait to introduce you and uh, to share your knowledge and information with my audience today. Thank you, Olishka. Thank you very much. It's truly, it's an honor for me to be on your podcast. And I hope we can, you know, I really, when I, when I found out that you started your podcast, I'm like, damn, this girl <laughs> is amazing because you're sharing all the knowledge on all the good energy and vibe because we all need that. We're yeah. social creatures. We need support. Even people who, um, who do the self-work every day, they still need the support because we all have doubts. We all have, you know, our downsides. So we all need this aha moment, like hearing yeah. from someone that, oh, okay, I'm actually, I, I have this problem right now. And this person is dealing with this like in that way. So can I try that one? Maybe it will work. So, you know, it's, it's amazing. I, I really, really, really proud of you. And <laughs> Thank that's you. that's 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 a huge and thank you thank you for like in inspiring all of us thank you very much congrats thank you <laughs> yes we lift each other up that's the only way because if we don't share if we just learn 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 and keep it to ourselves without sharing to other we just forget and it doesn't go anywhere but once we start to sharing with other and teach others we actually learn even more on the process of teaching of practicing yep. what we've learned so this is so beneficial same with healing you heal by absolutely. heal someone same with sharing the knowledge and wisdom yeah absolutely <laughs> and energy goes in this way like in this direction when you share your good vibe and your good energy to others you your energy inside of you is growing and glowing all yes. the time because it's not about like oh i'm famous or i want to be famous and have uh three million followers and stuff like that which is awesome you know but <laughs> It's all about just helping other people, even if it's going to be one, two, three, ten people. Then somebody will share what they've learned on your podcast yeah. and like, hey, I heard this and this and that. That's literally changed my life. So that's a chain reaction. So we are not alone here. We actually all connected. Mm -hmm. Yes. yeah it's amazing <laughs> yeah that's my contribution i'm very excited about that and to start our today's episode i would like to ask you first if you ever had a moment of awakening in your life when your life separated for before and after oh yeah i think i think i had a lot of those moments but maybe the one that actually brought me down to my knees and it was like you know that's that's the moment where I thought that's it I don't want to do anything and I, I don't know if I can pull it off because I'm an immigrant as well I was born in Belarus I came here alone without any friends or parents so that was like a hustle but in a way of robotic hustle you know everything was new to me and I was like yes yes that's this this and then I met my ex-husband already mm -hmm. <laughs> So this, I don't, I don't know, like, I guess the, the whole inner job that I've done after our divorce literally showed me that I probably imagined a little bit more than it was in real life. 
So I was separation and I tried to like close my eyes on certain things. And that's mm -hmm. what I probably a uh, number one thing. If you feel that you can deal with certain things in your life, if it's your friend or, you know, your significant other, you just cannot close your eyes on that because it will erupt in some time and it will be bad. So either you're going to hurt yourself with just suppressing your feelings mm -hmm. and your, you know, like whatever you don't like in the relationship, and then you will suffer. We've been together for four years, two years we were dating and then he proposed. And I know that deep inside, I wasn't really happy, but in our culture, it's the social pressure that you have to have a family yeah. by the age of like 20, you have to 22, maybe you have to have kids already. Like all this stuff is in your head. We're growing up watching our parents, watching our siblings. And I was like, okay, so I need to keep this family together. I need to keep mm -hmm. this family together, even though I wasn't that happy. And of course, I'm not blaming him on whatever happened, happened. I allowed it. I was there. Nobody pushed me or nobody actually tortured me to do so. When we got separated, I was lost. I felt every negative emotions from anger, envy, to just... Depression. Probably. Yeah, depression, anxiety, that the feeling that, okay, so now I have my apartment and I have my life, the schedule, the la, 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 la. And now I have to just literally start all over again where i'm gonna go where i can just rent an apartment right now i don't really have that amount of money to just you know in that time we invested a lot of our money into our business so i was lost i was like oh my god what i'm gonna do what's gonna happen and it's literally brought me down but i <laughs> i gotta say that probably the one one thing that helped me at that point and i think no matter what drives you when you're down and helps you to get rid of your negative emotions and thoughts it will work so just you know hold on to it and it was fitness it was amazing the, yeah it was a desire to kind of prove him and at first it was <laughs> about him um because he told me like your bikini everything even though you're like taking first places here in new york but you're never gonna go higher than that <laughs> and i'm like all right, you know what? Show you. I'll prove to you. And maybe, you know, someone can say that it's wrong to kind of prove someone else because it should be all from inside. But at that point, I wasn't really care because it helped me wake up every day at 4 a.m., take the subway, go to Manhattan, work out, prep everything, my meals, then work in my business because I was a working partner and then come back, train my client, and all over again, come back home and get the sleeping schedule also mm -hmm. on top because sleep is important. I remember my New Year's in 2018, from 2017 to 2018, that's New Year, I was literally drinking coffee and eating nothing because that was my prep because Arnold's, <sighs> yeah, they oh were God. like February or March, end of the February, March. So I was very close. And I had a lot of work to accomplish by that, point, by that point because I wasn't really into lifting while we were like in separation mode. So I was reluctant to everything. And I got into stage uh, at the Arnold's. And of course, my, my, that's, that's another point is comparison. You like mm -hmm. looking at those girls, you're like, 
what am I doing here? Those girls are super <laughs> awesome. I'm not looking good. But every night before the Arnold, I was closing my eyes and imagining myself standing mm-hmm. on that stage, holding the first place award. Wow. It was manifestation. At that point, I didn't know what was it. I was just like, I'm just going to imagine that. And literally, it drove me to just do the specific steps that I needed to do before Mm -hmm, that. mm -hmm. And here we go. I'm standing finals. Um, My friend, she was taking videos. She was just screaming because they (laughs) named all girls and I, you know, I'm the one who was left. And so that's the first place. Yeah. (laughs) Well. And then they said my name and I'm like, I'm looking at my number. Oh my God, it's me. (laughs) It was such an amazing moment. And at that point, I wasn't thinking about my ex-husband that, you know, I'm going to just throw it into his face. Like, hey, look, you told Mm -hmm. me that you, I'm never going to accomplish that. Well, here we go. I'm standing at the Arnold's. It's not a New York competition or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was really, really happy. But I'm, oh my God, I, I have everything inside of me. I have all powers. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. You have to trust yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you have to really have maybe not 100% trust because sometimes you have to doubt your own thoughts because they also not really, sometimes they're not true. But Yes. I'm like, yes, I can. I can do this. I can accomplish whatever I set my mind to. So that was probably a breaking moment for me when I started my business coaching clients. I moved to a completely different gym and I was just learning, studying everything. So yeah. New world opened there. Yes. And uh, when one door closes, another door. Absolutely. Absolutely. I completely agree with you. So yeah, that was, that was amazing. That's a beautiful story. Wow. (laughs) Interesting because sport helped you to recover from this deep event, which happened to you. And in my case, I was lost, but not because I was traumatized by something, but just in general, lost I didn't know what I want and I it was a lot of in confidence a lot of self-doubts and I just started to see what I can accomplish and that's from where everything started as well for me just I opened my feminine energy I opened my willpower I also realized that there is no limits once I stepped first time on the stage, I was getting ready for absolutely another competition. And I just, I decided to try the stage three weeks before and I accidentally wow. ended up in top three at NPC. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I, I won second and third place in uh, different divisions in open and novice. And wow. I was like, wow, <laughs> I can do actually something. Who is that girl? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then that's how it all began. Now I'm a little bit in a different field. I'm more into yoga and into my family. And we have a dream to open retreat center with my husband. But oh, I'm so awesome. grateful. Yeah. I'm Just so promise me you're going to invite me, okay? Absolutely, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I want to come. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. But I'm so grateful to sport because you get to know yourself through sport sport you know what's your strengths and weaknesses you know how to deal with yourself mentally because you have Mm -hmm. to have a conversation to make all this plan happen and all this process and this is a victory but it's so rewarding of course I I think so too sports and not not only sets set up you to like I'm stepping on a stage but it also helps you with all other areas in your life, with your work, with your nutrition, mm-hmm. with your sleep scheduling, you know, because when we, when we are actually getting ready for the competition, if we don't sleep 
and we know that we have another week of workouts and cardio and all this stuff, your body budgeting is just like topping out, down, 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 and you don't have any energy to do so. Yes. So you're like, okay, I cannot mess it up. I need to go to sleep on point. The time like that I'm going to have like seven, eight hours of good sleep. I need to make time for myself to prep meals. Nobody yes. will do it for me. Yeah. I need to make time for workouts and cardio. You, and you keep yourself busy. And also, it doesn't really affect your work schedule because you're on top of everything mm -hmm. it's the only in our heads when we think that we don't have time no we, yes. we have time we make time for ourselves and we should make our time for ourselves to go and work out because a, a lot of women and i think it's probably because of we're future mommy mommies and or we're already mommies and we can care about everybody else but ourselves. Ourself, yes. Yeah. You know, you're like, ah, oh, whatever, whatever. And when I have the client, especially a new client, I'm also working on the mindset and I'm like, look, you have a daughter. First of all, what kind of example are you setting up to your daughter? Because she can see that you eating this and this, in this, in this, in this, you, you're all down and you're shoveling the, all the chocolate that you have. Do you think she won't pick up? She won't pick it up when she will grow? Of course, she, she sees that her mom is doing it. Mm -hmm. So in her head, there is no, why not? If she's doing it, I can do this. Would you treat your daughter like you're treating you? Would you actually feed her with the chocolate instead of a good, nutritious meal? She's like, no. I'm like, so why is yeah. you... Why is it feeding your inner child? Absolutely, absolutely. Because... God forbid, you are her mom. So you are responsible for her, for now at least. So you have to take care of yourself first. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, on the airplane, when it's, something happens, you put the mask on yourself first. Because if you pass out, your, your child won't survive this stuff. If you treat your body good, if you give yourself a good nutrition, your body will give it back. In terms so, of energy, in terms of health, immune ab system. Absolutely, everything. absolutely, 100%. Yes, I've learned this also from uh, some course about feminine energy, and it was uh, mind-blowing for me. The question she asked was, if you have yourself, you have a kid, and you have a husband, who's supposed to be on the first place, second, and third one? And most mm -hmm. of the women say that my kid than my husband and me or my husband kid and me or <laughs> different yeah, variations yeah. but only few women know how it's really supposed to be in the first place it's supposed to be you, you. because you have only one you <laughs> you may have yes. two kids three kids you may have different husbands but you come to this world in this body and this is you <laughs> that's the only absolutely. one body you have absolutely then your second place should be your husband because your kid will grow up in 18 years and will leave the house and you're supposed to stay with your husband in this house forever. Yes. So you should take care of your husband so he's happy with you. You are happy because you feed yourself with uh, all this energy. You're not too exhausted. You nurture yourself. You look good. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you're full of energy and then you take care of your husband and then together you take care of the kid because 
even if a kid will have all the toys in the world and all the sweets in the world and their parents are not happy and not full of love, the kid will not yeah. be happy. It doesn't matter how many toys he has. So this Absolutely. is a simple truth, but it's so deep and we often forget that. Yeah. I'm not a mother yet, <laughs> but as soon as instincts kick in, women often forget about herself. Yes. She pushes that at the last place. You know, I also think it's a lot of it's a lot to do with how we were raised and society norms and rules. Because if you say, "Oh, I'm in my first place for myself," like in my life, many people will just judge you, saying, mm -hmm. "Like, oh, so you're so selfish." But it's not about that. It's not being selfish because if I feel good, I can take care of everyone around me. Yes. If I don't feel good, probably others will also suffer from my bad energy, my mood, mm. physical issues, stuff like that. So who will benefit out of it? Nobody. We just need to reverse engineer certain things. It's not being self-centric. It's not being selfish. It's actually being self-aware, mm -hmm. I would say, and mindful about how the life should be and who is priority in here. Because kids will leave you. Maybe your husband also. We don't, we don't know. In my case, that's what happened. And I lost myself. I thought that he was yeah. my life in a way. Mm -hmm. And then when I realized that, first of all, I have to be comfortable by being alone. If I love myself to the point where I can sit in a silent room without any noise or people, I have to feel that enjoy. Then I can enjoy everything else. Yes, absolutely. It's interesting how people with age become more and more introverted. This wisdom just comes with age. Usually when we are younger, we just want to go out, we just want to party, and all this outside absolutely. world is so absolutely. interesting. We don't like being with ourselves. But as we get wiser and wiser, we love to go more within because all the answers are there and all the sources of joy and love, everything is within it's a very interesting topic, by the way, that you just mentioned, because I had this question in my head. I'm, I'm meditating a lot and I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, so I'm not trying to compare myself right now to myself that I was 20s. That person is gone. So mm -hmm. that's totally fine to change. And I was like, how was that? I literally blinked and I don't remember seven years here. And mm -hmm. I found that the answer just because you were surrounded by other people's problems. That was automatic. And when you face with this, as like why coronavirus right now, right? Why is everybody so depressed and obsessed? Because we don't have a chance to go out and enjoy our friends mm -hmm. as we used to. And that's what left us with ourselves. All the untreated issues and problems in your head that you were just postponing, like, ah, I'll deal with this later, I'll deal with it later. They just suddenly like, boom. And I think when we are younger, it's not that we're dumber, it's just because we don't really think that there's something inside of us that probably needs some attention. Maybe that thing that you're feeling is not just because that was uh, a guy in the party say something, say something to you, it's something else that comes from within. Nobody can hurt you. You're hurting yourself. Let's, let's take a couple examples. Like you have your friend and you have just a stranger from the street. If just a stranger from the street will tell you, hey, you're dumb. For example, <laughs> you will be like, 
okay, whatever. No, <laughs> yeah, no what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> yeah. And now when, let's say if you, if you hear that from someone who you love and care, you know, your friend, you attach different feelings to it. Mm-hmm. So now you attaching your own meaning, which is like, it's not true. How your friend can know or judge you by something that once appeared or happened, whatever it is. But we feel so deeply sorrow, like, oh my God, oh, he, she or he called me that way. And now we're suffering weeks or like we're not even talking to this person anymore, which is like, you know, you, nothing should hurt you from outside unless you really think that way, unless you really think that maybe right now you wish to be in a different level of your mindset, maybe your intelligence, right? But you're not there because something else is taking your time away and you're like, huh. So that's probably why I felt that way because I really want to maybe evolve a little <laughs> bit more in my life. So that, that's the point. Like nothing should hurt us. Nothing. Yeah. It's only, it's only we, like we are our, our worst enemies. <laughs> That's true. And we spend so much time and energy thinking about what other people think about us. <laughs> it's yeah, just ridiculous. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more about your daily routine. How's your schedule look like? How do you get so disciplined and you get so many things done and you stay on the top of your diet, of your preparation, you have business, you have clients. What's your secret? Okay. That's crazy because I'm a person who just wants to try everything, mm-hmm. you know, like, and this, 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 that, 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 that. I want to do this and this. And I couldn't decide before, like, what is priority? But now, um, first of all, I am open to changes. And I think it's the best thing for anyone because if something comes into your way, and but you already have your schedule, right? And you just trying to reject it, it will hurt you in a way. So sometimes when my schedule gets interrupted by something, I'm like, okay, that's fine. I accept it. I accept it. I'm open to whatever can happen. So this is just one time, two times, maybe a week, week thing that I need to take care of first. So I think being just a flexible about our lives would be my best like, advice. But as for my schedule, so usually... I wake up at like 6.30, depends. I'm bad with watching TV at night, I know. Um, <laughs> usually it's something, very interesting movies that have meaning, you know, to mm-hmm. it, like historical or something like that. So in the morning, 6.30, I wake up, my breakfast. I always like to egg whites, maybe English muffin. Then I do my breath work and I, I meditate. If I have enough time, I also read. I like to read in the morning while I'm totally not into my phone because I need my mind. If I can't win my morning, I can win my day. Mm, so I need so my mind to be with me, not mm. on Instagram or with my clients or with like problems or with a schedule that I need to do because it can just drive you crazy. So then after that, I usually added my videos uh, for a website, going through my schedule. So of course, emails, clients, uh, new recipes for my website. Cause right now I just launched my membership area. Mm-hmm. So that's what basically what I was doing. 
that's crazy. It's tough work. It's tough work. You know, and everybody's like, oh, I want to be a YouTuber. Oh yeah, try. Uh, <laughs> if you that's have a couple thousand dollars for video editor, that's awesome. But on the other hand, I want my video to be my way. And I don't want to spend time going in my videos and timing everything and like, hey, do this this way and then just doing it my way. So that's basically my main priority right now. But also it's, of course, social media posting. And I don't like just to post just for it to be there. It's kind of some sort of a, either a short nutritional advice or fitness advice or mindset advice, motivational stuff. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's something, some, something funny too. So of course, then it's my workout. I like to really work out in the first uh, part of the day, just because, you know, body in motion stays in motion. Mm -hmm. so after that, you feel like super energized. So you're like, aha. And also I'm a person who probably produces more and better after 2 or 3 p.m. I do work in the morning that doesn't really require a lot of brainstorming. So like editing videos, you just clicking, clicking, and mm -hmm. got it, got it, got it. In between, I have my virtual clients. I have my lunch. Then I also do certain researches. So Mondays and Wednesdays, it's usually the days where I read a lot of researches and studies and I write my blogs. Every day is different, I would say, but I have my schedule that I'm like, okay, so Monday and Wednesdays, this is going to be blog writing, studies, researches, blah, blah, blah. So let's say Tuesday mm -hmm. and Thursday, I'm shooting videos. And also I am scheduling certain videos to know like what I'm going to do, maybe write a script. So <laughs> Fridays, usually it's paperwork I don't want to do work kind of thing that's but we we like pushing back uh -huh. and that's I'm like okay let me just dedicate one day in the entire week for stuff that I don't want to do and usually it's paperwork uh take care of your personal life because mm -hmm. but you know we also have certain things that we want to uh we need to get done like bills something you know something like mm -hmm. that so on Saturdays, typically that's where I create new recipes and I have my Trainerize app, which where I program workouts for my virtual clients. That's mm -hmm. a video workout. So I do that and I contact my clients. Usually on Saturdays, we have check-ins. On Sundays, I like to rest and <laughs> just explore something new so last sundays we went to a jumping facility and i like oh my god this just like <laughs> brought so many memories good <laughs> and i what i figured as you said when we aging and growing i would say i found that i was very afraid of jumping and doing flips <laughs> when when i was a kid i wasn't care i was like oh yes if i hit my head and stuff like that but just giving yourself permission to be a kid again, you know, whatever mm -hmm. it is, if it's jumping, if it's painting class or stuff like that and learn. Mm -hmm. And also I, that's where I need to kind of like get back. But, um, I play guitar. I learned. Wow, nice. Yeah. So, and at the beginning when I just got a guitar, I was like, yeah, you know, I was sitting hours trying to learn the chords and then I just, I got super frustrated with like, so what is this chord? What is that chord? Oh, I need to open up my, I, let's say phone to found the application and then open up and then I need to pick the, so in my head, I created such a big drama about this stuff. 
I stopped playing it. I stopped even enjoying it. And then oh. during meditation, I'm like, what are you doing? Just allow yourself to be super unperfect in this, you know, just pick it up and just play the same song again and again, because, you know, it requires a lot of finger coordinations. And after like first time when I played, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I felt like my fingers are dying right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, pretty much it may seem a lot, but sometimes, sometimes if I don't feel anything, and this is probably also important you have to feel yourself and your body because sometimes if I see my body budgeting is going down and I'm getting tired, I'm okay with not doing anything. Cause we also, we, we have this thing in our heads that we can do more. It's not, it's never enough, but it's never going to be enough. Sure, and then yeah. in 30 years, when you look back, have you enjoyed your life? What have you done instead of just, business and money won't mean anything if you are unhappy the life is so beautiful we create all this oh i need to get like expensive tickets and go to that vacation oh no you can just literally google free stuff around me and go explore just go whatever and you will see that you don't really need fancy stuff to actually mm. kind of smile and be fascinating by nature by things that you can do around if you don't feel like just have the life, we only live once. So we need to enjoy it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I started to practice morning routines uh, recently and uh, it's really amazing because if you have some time dedicated for little things every morning, for example, it may be one hour or it may be even 15 minutes, but you get certain things done, like five minutes of meditation, 15 minutes of reading, uh, 15 minutes playing piano or guitar, little workout or a little breath technique. And then one hour passed, you still have a whole day ahead of you, but you have this feeling of accomplishment, Absolutely. which gives you lots of confidence. And you get into this mode of can't stop, won't stop. And you just want to get more things done. You're like, wow, <laughs> I'm actually on the top of the things today. So let me just keep going. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This is really helpful. Absolutely. So what is your morning routine? Now I'm traveling, so it's really tricky. <laughs> it's next level. But uh, once I came back from yoga school, it became about 10 minutes meditation, one hour yoga, and uh, also about 15 minutes breath work. And, what kind uh, of yoga are you doing? Hatha yoga. Hatha. Uh -huh. I love Hatha yoga because uh, it has lots of relaxation in between. Yeah. You go really deep into positions, you hold long, and that helps your mind to calm down and if you can hold asanas for a long time you can stay in steady position for meditation for the long time without feeling discomfort uh, that gives you experience of going really deep into the meditation mm -hmm. it's some sort of a meditation you're just taking your mind off problems yeah. because you're concentrating on asanas and breathing especially because yeah. it's really important during yoga and yeah. what is your favorite type of meditation like what do you usually do I, I like guiding meditations a lot. I find it's a little bit more advanced to just sit and stay still. 
even though that's what we did in school, just for half hour silence meditation, you repeat something, there is a focus of a point of focus, which can be area in between your eyebrows, or it can be a mantra, repeating mantra, or it can be mala, which is like beans, which you go over with your hands. But I really like guiding meditations such as Tony Robbins priming. Oh my God. If you never meditated, just start from that. It's 15 minutes, but it's, there is so much into that because it's a complex of breath work, of uh, gratitude practice, of uh, goal setting and visualization. It's like everything in one and yeah. it really charges. I, I can f- feel a huge difference. Oh, that's cool. I should try and after. Yeah. I'm doing meditations, but usually it's, I stop doing guided meditations because first of all, it gives me sometimes like a little bit of anxiety to just choose from the app which one I want to do because yes. it's not all of them. <laughs> and sometimes they're short, you know, like sometimes they're really long and I'm like, oh, I don't know. So I, I'm meditating on my own, but usually it's also, it's either like affirmation or gratitude practice. So I just mm-hmm. really trying to list everything in my life that I'm grateful for. And I'm talking about, I'm grateful for these pillow because it mm-hmm. literally makes me feel so comfy right now. Yes. Like, right. So some people don't have it. I'm grateful for my car because I'm able to jump into my car and drive someone somewhere. We don't think about like, I'm grateful for my legs. Yeah. That's how, for the how about roof that? about my head. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm grateful that I have a, a very nice working brain. I'm mm-hmm. grateful for all my challenges if you just start listing things, literally go, from, I don't know, even like from the chair to your pet, to your parents, anything, you will find that you can meditate hours. And that feeling of gratitude, it just fires you up for the day. Like, yeah. I love What's interesting that I've been doing gratitude practices before going to bed since I was probably 13 years old. Nobody taught me that. And oh. it's, it's just... Uh, my grandmother, who used to take me to the church with her, and she told me yeah. what's the proper way of praying. You express gratitude. You say sorry for the things you did wrong, for your sins and everything. And then you ask, maybe better not to ask for anything because God always knows what's best for you. <laughs> but yeah. if you want, you can ask. And uh, from that point, I started to just, before go bad, just read a little prayer and uh, say things I'm grateful for. And I, first I just started from two, three things. And then like every day it was more and more and more. Once you start being grateful, you start noticing more things and more Absolutely. things are coming yes. to you. And then when I was probably about 20, I would have a list of 40 points, which I'm grateful for each night. I was just like that, 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 that. And uh, I think maybe that's why I had so many miracles in my life that all my family won green cards, that I've met a man of my dreams. All these things, it all comes from gratitude, just from this simple practice, because you just attract that more and more, because universe feels that, oh, she's grateful for that. So I should give her more. (laughs) it's, It's exactly like what we concentrate, we attract more of. Think about what being happy means, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm happy. I'm not happy now, but when I have that car, I will be what happier or my things in my life not really going the way I wanted. So, but once I have the raise in my work, you know, or like once I won that lottery, 
I will be happy. No, you won't be happy. External things won't bring yeah. you happiness. You have to notice what's around you and be grateful for that. Once you notice, you know, everything, every little small thing. It's, I was uh, reading a book uh, by Machete, Think Like a Monk. Mm-hmm. So amazing book, amazing book. And he was talking about especially like being mindful and being grateful for what you have. And he mentioned the story when he was like a small kid, young kid, he was driving around with his parents. And I think they were trying to park because they were going to a dinner. And from the window, he saw a little girl. She was homeless or maybe, I don't know, like he didn't specify it, but she found apple that somebody just didn't finish. He, he goes, I saw her eyes. Mm-hmm. She was so happy about that apple yeah. from the trash container. We usually just take everything for granted. Mm-hmm. And once it's taken from us, we're like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. oh. And some people, they like, okay, so I just need to change my mindset. But some people go, oh, you see, I'm unlucky. That's what I usually attract. Yes, of course. If you concentrate on negative stuff and you don't see any positivity in your life, not that you have to be, we all have choice, right? You can be grumpy. You don't really need to be a super positive person about everything, but you have a choice. You can live your life either on a positive note, and it doesn't mean that you cannot have negative thoughts. Every spectrum of emotion is good, but you don't have to concentrate on just one side of the coin. And then once you notice every good thing, you will notice big things are coming at you. You know, you will open up your eyes and think, oh, that person actually did a lot to me. Wow, I'm so grateful for him being in my life. So absolutely. Yes. You're starting uh, from like (laughs) very young ages. Yes, which is interesting. And uh, yeah, positivity, it's also something what uh, our yoga teachers always used to tell us in yoga school. And it's basically our choice every day. Yeah, sometimes it's harder, but we just need to push ourselves every time just in a little bit better direction. And we can do that. And it completely changes the track of our life. Because you see, like when something quote-unquote bad happens to us, we choose to look at it from the from the negative perspective. For example, I bring up my uh, breaking point with my ex-husband. At that moment, I thought it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. I thought that's never gonna. I'm never gonna be happy, and I'm never gonna like meet someone and have my own life, normal life that I want. Why right now I see it as actually a gift mm-hmm. yeah. because this is what turned my life into 360. Mm-hmm. So right now everything that happens that it's not that it's bad it's just not what we expected it just happened in the opposite way that we were thinking is going to happen and if you just like okay so let me find a couple positive sides from what just happened Mm -hmm. and if you actually start like look okay so maybe if i lost this job that means I can finally find a job that I will enjoy, yes. you know, and this boss won't, the, the, that boss won't ever bother me again. I won't be doing extra stuff for little money that he was paying me. So all this stuff, we just need to pause, step aside and like, okay, let me just analyze this situation. And then yes. you have the choice to be, to stay, to be positive. Oh, now I have more time to spend with my kids. Finally. Everything yes. is there, there is a technique of five uh, pluses, which I've learned when I just started to do um, 
self-development. And uh, at some of the seminar, I've heard that in each bad situation, in each negative situation, just take your five fingers and find five things which is positive because this negative thing happened. How wow. it benefits. Find five uh, benefits and boom, all your <laughs> mindset changes yeah. right away. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. Also, I would love to talk more about nutrition and workouts. And I want to ask you so many questions about supplements and sure. diet. This is one of my favorite topics. Absolutely. <laughs> mine, to mine too. We're in the same page here. <laughs> yes. So how your daily meal plan looks like? What's your regular routine in terms of food? Pretty much I'd like to stick to the same food that I always eating. Simply because uh, we have all different receptors, we're all human beings, and whatever willpower you may have or may think you have, you can sabotage yourself very bad. Not to say that, you know, I'm like trying to avoid the candies and stuff like that. No, but if I have a candy, I won't eat the entire bag just because my body already is so used to eating nutritious food. Mm -hmm. So it's usually uh, a lot of protein, and I'm all for protein. It's different types of protein. I prefer to stick to eggs, egg whites, chicken breast, uh, lean steak, lean ground beef. Well, I prefer bison. I don't know. It just tastes better for me. Mm -hmm. Fish, not so much of a fish because, I don't know, I'm just not enjoying the, the fish that we have on supermarkets, and it's just really hard. Well, I moved right now in South Carolina, so... It's really hard to find a good, fresh mm -hmm. supermarket with fish. I don't really trust them. So depends. I like Brandino, for example, if oh, we yeah. were talking mm -hmm. about like, oh, that's amazing. In terms of carbs, I'm not avoiding any carbs. So carbs is energy. And mm -hmm. that's, that's number one energy for our brain, for our body. And I'm not against keto diet, whatever works for you. But I also know how our brain works and how much it consumes 20% uh, of energy that we eat. So mm -hmm. I want my brain to stay on top of everything and I want to feed it with good nutritious food. So usually it's Ezekiel bread. I love that one, mm, like my yes. favorite one. It's of course it's rice. It doesn't matter which one, brown or white rice, they all the same. For example, before workout, I can eat rice. So a little mm -hmm. bit faster, carbohydrate. Or it could be cream of rice. I like that that mm -hmm. one before workout. Oats. I love oats. Sweet potato. A regular potato, like white or uh, red potato, of course. Sometimes I can enjoy pasta, but calorie-wise, it's just a super small serving yeah. size. And pretty much you won't be super satisfied. But my secret sauce, I would say, for everything, even with rice, I make salad with lettuce, spring mix, spinach, and I put my chicken in there and I put my mm -hmm. rice in there. So it becomes like a, some sort of a bowl. And I feel so full. I choose less calories, uh, sauces, and salad mm -hmm. dressing, usually it's Waldo Farms. Mm -hmm. Instead of oil, I don't put oil into my salad just because... Mm -hmm. You can't really taste it. Let's admit it. You can't taste the oil. And it doesn't really make a difference. So what I do is I just use those, uh, you know, sprays, cooking sprays, zero calories. Mm -hmm. So they have avocado, olive oil. So I just spray that spray on top of my salad. I use a bunch of salt because we need salt. It's a mineral. And different spices. If you play around with spices, your meal all of a sudden becomes like, oh my God, it's so delicious. I cook my home, home burgers. 
because uh, I use just either it's reduced fat cheese or it could be fat-free cheese. I know what I'm putting in my burger as well. So that, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I prefer that thing. Sometimes I make my own protein ice cream, mm-hmm. which is delicious, which is literally just almond milk and protein nice. but, and some organic po- cocoa powder. And it mm. tastes amazing. So I provide myself with everything that my body will ever probably need in terms of vitamins or fruits of course i i have fruits i love fruits yeah. and show me one person who got fat from eating fruits no and i'm staying very disciplined with myself especially as a woman before a cycle we tend to crave certain things mm-hmm. and if i allow myself to go all in and order something first of all i'm i'm devastating by what kind of food is out there i worked in the restaurant atmosphere and i know how they cook everything so uh, no i want to feed my body with food that i know that i bought it today not 10 weeks ago it's not defrosted a couple times and i'm disciplined with myself if i want a chocolate i can make my own chocolate it's very easy it's literally like nothing it's 10 minutes and it's done mm-hmm. or i can buy some options that i know they're sugar-free they may be low on fat and stuff like that so i can enjoy that but I know also that it's not going to be an entire bar or certain things like that. Because once you get yourself go, like, yes, okay, <laughs> it's how our mind works. You give something that you're not quote unquote allowed maybe to, mm-hmm. and you can go crazy. For some people, it may not work. For some people, it works. It depends on the personal preferences and the way your brain set up. Because I have clients who are okay with eating small pieces of chocolate every day and they eat one and i know and some clients they like yeah i i'm gonna be okay with one piece and then they're like yeah i'm like okay that strategy is not working for you yet yeah for me it's definitely easier to all or nothing yeah so i just have certain type of food which I just don't even consider it's like stone for me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because you know that why why would you want to sabotage yourself, right? Mm-hmm. It's not that you're making a better choice. You're just making yourself miserable. So yeah, you have to be, first of all, honest with yourself. Yeah. Is this strategy will work? Can I really have a small piece and have another one tomorrow? Because you, let's face it, you can lose weight even by eating candies and chocolate. Maybe you stay within your calories. Yes, absolutely. If you supplement with maybe a couple of protein powder shakes, that's it. You're covered with protein. You have your candies. But let's also face another thing. Will you be satisfied? You will be hungry. You eat the chocolate mm-hmm. 10 minutes after you want to eat more. Yes. Whereas you eat a bowl of salad, even if it has you know avocado, uh, maybe uh, what kind of cheese it is, uh, Greek cheese. Mm-hmm. What do you call it? Uh, sure. <laughs> I usually have like Parmesan, just feta, a solid feta. Okay. So you can enjoy that and being full, you know, and you're like, oh my God, like I'm so full. But usually people just, they go what is easier and faster and they think that it's going to help them, but it's constantly setting them up to that vicious mm-hmm. circle of gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight, going on a rigid diet. So it's a lot of work maybe at the beginning. But also, if you have a coach who understands it, who can support you you with uh, advice and just not judging, but just like, hey, it's okay. It's okay. Mm -hmm. We'll figure out. So this is how I coach myself. 
pretty much. So if I sometimes go nuts, I'm like, look, it's totally fine. I just know that tomorrow we'll come back to the normal style of eating. I would mm-hmm. And I said, no judgment because your brain will think because we're thinking that the, the power of thought is crazy, right? People can treat cancers by just thinking mm-hmm. that something is eating the cancer cells. Now imagine if you're constantly guilty about what you ate. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, even if I look at that cake, I'm already getting fatter. Your thought will drive your physical body and will make it to store fat mm-hmm. instead of burning and using the energy. So if you decided to go and eat that cake, just go and enjoy and say, this will gonna go to the gym, to my glutes, yeah. to my shoulders, to my body, to my brain. It will eat it all. That's it. Yeah. So, so don't, cool. don't feel that guilt. It, it will eat you out. So. Mm-hmm. That's such a valuable advice. <laughs> and uh, what do you think about supplements? I remember we once had a conversation about my nutrition course. I realized how many vitamins there is on these shelves of these tours and how it's all consumerism, overconsumption, and they just sell that. But then our liver has to deal with all of this. And if we eat properly, mostly we get all the nutrients from the food. If we have balanced, very right meal plan, we don't need much. But is there anything which is mandatory? For example, like fish oil, there is some type of omega which is not produced by our body mm. and so we're well, supposed to get it from supplements or from fish. So I would say about supplements, I would say everybody, like I'm taking supplements. If you open up my counter, you will be like, wow. Me too, still. <laughs> I love supplements. First of all, because let's face it, the quality of food that we have right now is not the same as we used to have. When I was in Belarus, I knew that this is growing from the bush. This raspberry state full of vitamins and energy Mm -hmm. and sun. And my grandma wasn't spraying something bad on top. So it will grow faster. The same goes to meat. So right now, if you're taking the apple, it can stay for month even if you bite it right Mm -hmm. nothing gonna happen it's just gonna be there as a like monument so (laughs) you can just only imagine the way we look at it yes we can blame the companies but on the other hand how many people are right now in our planet earth only here in america you need to feed so many people Mm -hmm. so of course they need to figure out ways how to grow stuff faster and unfortunately they have to sacrifice something so it could be supplements vitamins minerals so yes of course it's we're missing on all of that so that's why i think based supplementation it's absolutely beneficial i would say vitamin d3 that's something that's really really hard to take the dosage that will be harmful for you mm-hmm. so i had deficiency once most and of I the people taking, have, have deficiency yes, and i was d. taking fifty thousand. i use so it's one time a week you can break it down, of course. And now with the coronavirus, D3 is a pro-hormone. We need to take it. Even if someone is like, well, I live in a sunny state. When it doesn't matter because if you're covered in the clothes and you put a lot of lotion on top mm-hmm. of yourself, you won't produce that amount of vitamin D3. It has to be a pure skin. 
-hmm. but now we also know the uv filters that we like so you say it's like a double-edged sword We're like oh i don't know should i do this or should i not so i have vitamin d3 all the time usually it's also adaptogens it's it's a new thing like ashwagandha it's I like Indian it. herb i think yes yes they, there are different there are different types of uh, adaptogens and they act in your body as like anti-stress anti anti-stress anti inflammatory I think. yes we have stressful factors every day mm -hmm. we may not register it as you know like oh my god that's something happened to me but it just accumulating accumulating over time so the adaptogens will, will just see that area and upregulate the hormones and your response to it. So adaptogens are great. Right now with coronavirus, and I unfortunately had that. Mm -hmm. uh, recently, yeah. Yes, recently. It's survival, um, COVID survival. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so I'm taking selenium, zinc, but as you said, yes, most most of vitamins, and I'm checking my blood work every year twice because, of course, and we're competing. We need to kind mm -hmm. of be aware of whether or not something was like disrupted. Mm -hmm. So I never had a problem with this, but I also always like taking multivitamins, let's say winter time, right? It's not season for fruits or it's now it's growing artificially for sure. So, and it takes time for them to export it from different countries. So I would say multivitamins won't kill anyone. And if your body doesn't need something, it will get rid of it. I've read so many studies about that stuff that it's really hard to overdose on mm -hmm. vitamins. You literally don't have to go crazy and just eat the whole thing. <laughs> if it's just a normal, minimal size, so instead of like, oh, now I have deficiency and I have to get it back. Instead of doing that, you can prevent it. Another supplement, I would say protein shakes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it supplement, but it's, it's like a food. But people probably will call it supplement as a protein powders because it's pure protein. It's even better than any like chicken grown mm -hmm. with the hormone stuff. So that's what I have all the time with me. I, I'd rather drink my protein than order something that I don't mm -hmm. know. You, you never know, you know, what's going to be around, and especially now, right now. Mm -hmm. So what else? Omega-3, yes, absolutely. Omega-3, and I'm taking omega-3 only. I'm not taking blend six and nine because we, we, we can produce it. Yeah, we can produce it. We can get it from somewhere else. Um, L-therosine, I was taking that. Sometimes I'm cycling with certain amino acids that are responsible for production of happy hormones, for example, mm -hmm. right? Um, L-tryptophan. A lot of it is in turkey, in, in um, dark meat. Mm -hmm. So L-tryptophan is responsible for production of the happy hormones and us mm -hmm. feeling, yay, exciting. So I've read a couple researches and I'm like, okay, that's good. You know, I'm taking that. But of course... Before taking anything, I would say, especially if you're not really advanced in supplementations, you either just ask your doctor, but that's another side of the coin because doctors, they don't really know. Anything yes, not too many doctors know. Yes. They know how to cure existing problems, but they don't know much about prevention, unfortunately. No, 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 no. They don't know much about nutrition as well because... Uh, general physicians, they only have one, maybe three lessons for nutrition. Unfortunately, yes. Or, you know, just try to find a legit source. But I, I certainly think like multivitamins, four weeks, let's say in the winter time, would be perfect. 
So, and then of course, when it's summertime, you just try to eat a little bit more fruits and fresh salads and stuff like that. And you will be covered with all uh, vitamins and minerals that you need. Mm -hmm. Do you consume any alcohol? No, no at all. (laughs) I, uh, that's funny. I used to be a bartender and I actually used to drink not every day, but you know, whatever, like I'm going out and when I start my prep for uh, Arnold's Classic, of course, I stopped drinking because, yes, you can do that. But then, you know, alcohol is the source of energy. And when, when alcohol is in your body, your body will use that first. So all mm. the fat burning processes will stop because it's not only a source of energy that has seven calories, which is like not all our nutrients. Like we have carbohydrates and protein. There's a four calories per gram and fats that are nine, alcohol is seven and it's toxic. So Mm -hmm. our body is like, oh my God, what did you do? What is that? So it will try to use that first. And the amount of time that it will take to get rid of the alcohol, of of course, based on the amount you consume, Mm -hmm. it could be up to like several days. So now if your goal is to lose weight, and you're consuming alcohol, and then you're just literally prolonging your diet even more. Yes, yes, a you few can. steps back. Yes. yes, you can count for calories. Does it worth it? I don't know. Maybe for men, maybe if you like, you know, doing some sort of a cognitive tasks, mental mm-hmm. stuff, and stuff like that. It's your choice, I would say. But I decided not to because I'd rather eat something mm-hmm. and enjoy more food than I drink alcohol. And eventually, my body just doesn't want it on my birthday we bought like a good bottle of wine what's funny you start to appreciate a little bit more different types of you know good wine instead of super cheap one yeah and um i just had a sip or two and my body's like (laughs) i don't like it anymore (laughs) got it yeah so no not even a glass of wine i'm super fun with that because we can have fun without alcohol in our system And it's totally fine to have that, but I think also in moderation, serving size. We have blue zones in our planet that they drink alcohol. The blue zones is basically, uh, it's the zone where people live more than 100 years. Mm -hmm. So totally we have something to learn from them, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, what data shows that they all drink alcohol, but it's a glass of wine. For a woman, two or three glasses for a man, they're not over drinking it. If we look at a girl who's enjoying a glass of wine, it's usually a bottle at night. Mm-hmm. And then it's just said sometimes that if we want to have fun, we need to drink, which Not I don't sure. think it's a good idea. Yeah, I don't think it's a good yeah. idea. Everything so, yeah. is okay in moderation. Yeah, you said that it gives energy. It's interesting because there is two energies in alcohol. From the terms of yogi diet, I talked about this in my previous podcast, and there is a three natures, three energies within us and outside us. And uh, there is a sattva, rajas, and tamas. And mm-hmm. when you consume alcohol, it brings you up. It gives you this energy to go and have fun and meet people. And then there is a price to pay. So it brings you to this rajas, and then it brings you towards tamas which is withdrawal syndrome when you have this headache and hard recovery so this is not doesn't make sense a trade is not fair because you'll probably have to pay much more usually when people drink heavily 
that's because they're trying to avoid the real life. It's with mm-hmm. as same with any drug, same with any eating addiction. When you drink alcohol, you all of a sudden become a superhero, right? You're more open, you can talk, you can make more jokes, and you but it's just because you're trying to avoid yourself. You're trying to avoid the real life problems and you're just trying to escape. That's when you over consuming the whole. You know, I have friends and they have very stressful works. And if it's a glass of wine and you're not trying to avoid anything, it's like, no, I know I this is the way I, I'm relaxing. This is the way I am putting my brain away. It's not going to do anything to you. But when it becomes addiction and when it starts controlling you, that's where it becomes a problem. When you can control alcohol or any sort of outside enjoyment, that's fine. When it started controlling you, that's the problem. Yeah, same with smoking, with coffee, with everything. Absolutely. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. And uh, also, tell me about your favorite type of workout and uh, what is your favorite workout to maintain that muscles but build a lean muscle mass? Mm-hmm. And also tell me about the breath during workout because I know you specialized in breathing techniques while yeah. working out, which is so important. Nobody talks about this, but this oh, is absolutely. the key. Absolutely. I mean, I think nobody talks about breathing because <laughs> that's funny. I had like a couple uh, breathing classes and we posted it a week before, which is like quite enough time because people already know me. Mm-hmm. And I asked the, the gym owner, he goes like, uh, we don't have enough people just because it's it's not really sexy. I'm like, yeah, sure, it's not sexy. It's not something like, hey, this is going to be a workout that will burn all of your fat all of a sudden and you will walk out like a completely different person. But if you think about it, we, we are consuming something around 50 pounds of air, 50,000 probably pounds. Okay, I'm, I'm, I don't remember the, the, the number, but we're breathing a lot. So... It will affect us regardless because it's something that we do. It's, it's automatic, but it doesn't mean that it's good. So we can basically mess it up if we don't pay attention or external factors like stress. There is such thing as email apnea, and it's a scientific term. We know what apnea means, right? When you stop breathing, when you hold your breath. Mm-hmm. So email apnea is when people are doing work and they open up email that bothers them and they're not really happy what's in email, they tend to hold their breath. When you hold your breath consciously, it's amazing. When you Mm -hmm. hold your breath unconsciously, everything goes bad. So email apnea, it's a stress response. Why? Because that's a response from your body. Because for example, you're sitting at home and all of a sudden see a tiger in your living room. What are you going to do? You're going to Stop breathing because if some, if he hears your breathing or you hiding, you're going to just hold your breath. So mm-hmm. that's your, your survival kind of mechanism. Mm-hmm. So, but we not paying attention to our breath. And now when we stress, we tend to hold our breath. That's not good at all. That's where your brain, first of all, is not receiving enough oxygen and your brain will just suffocate without that stuff. We have carbon dioxide receptors and if they are very sensitive, you will start to develop all certain different problems from not digesting food to fatiguing super fast to different types of injuries because your, your muscles, when you're working out, our muscles need oxygen, right? Mm-hmm. So if we're not giving it enough, 
that's where you become sore, you fatigue, you tend to pull your muscles, something, something happens. So I would say with breathing, first of all, it helped me because um, I had four surgeries on my nose because I couldn't breathe. Everything was plugged in because when I was young, I was playing a sport and very vigorous sport and they never taught us how to breathe. And I was a mouth breather. How am I right mm-hmm. now, by the way? <laughs> so, and nose is use it or lose it organ. If we're not using our nose properly, it will start closing up. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to me. That's what I, why I have like four surgeries, nothing helped. And then I'm like, okay, let me just try to figure out because our mind is so powerful and we can heal ourselves. Why not just to try with this? So I found this, um, the book, I think it lost art of, or breathe. Yes, breathe. And I'm like, okay, let me try. Cause in the, in the end of the book, he gives a lot of techniques and I'm like, let me try. I found one that that can just the nose when you're just holding your breath and you basically just, you inhale, exhale, and on the exhalation, you're holding your breath. And I was doing it every morning for a month and my nose just opened up. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. That's the power of so, will. <laughs> this is what I do right now. We, we warm up like this with my clients so they can mm-hmm. open up their nostrils. You know, sometimes we do pranayama, like alternative mm-hmm. breathing techniques. Uh, sometimes we do breath holding techniques. So we need to increase our tolerance to CO2 to building up so we can actually improve our performance. Mm-hmm. And you always want to hold your breath on the exhale if you want to do that because this is where you exhaling all the oxygen and you have co2 building up in your muscles of course so while working out for example we've been taught what to do when you push you exhale right then you inhale you exhale but if we are doing shoulder breath you don't need that amount of oxygen you're doing nothing mm-hmm. you're moving your hands so what I've discovered for myself and, you know, I also share it with my clients is that if we just inhale on two reps and exhale on two instead of one by one, mm-hmm. I've noticed that first of all, to me, I'm fatiguing way less. Mm-hmm. I'm not even tired. I can go. I thought that, let's say that's my maximum, like 12 reps with 30 pounds dumbbells, for example. I was like, oh my God, I, it's 45 and I'm, I'm 10. You know, <laughs> it's so cool. With the lower body, it's a little bit different. With lower body, I usually do a breath holding techniques if it's already like some maximal weight for me. So I usually hold my breath while I'm squatting, for example, or deadlifting. But if it's something very moderate, I just do the same techniques. I try to prolong my inhalation and I count up until four or five. And then I exhale and I do exactly the same. I count until four or five. This is what will, first of all, decrease the amount of oxygen we're consuming because we usually, what we do, we, we inhale a lot and we exhale fast. So when we're consuming a lot of oxygen, there is um, the cells, which is, you know, antioxidant, mm-hmm. right? So those cells are actually the opposite, the oxidant. So they actually will eat on good cells mm-hmm. because the oxygen creates this process a lot. So we need to proper inhale and exhale so we can balance it up. And also during exercises, our muscles are already producing a lot of lactic acid. 
And it's like a building up CO2. And that's why you feel like, oh my God, it's burning. But when you slow down your breathing, it will allow you to work more. And of course, if you can prolong your workout, or maybe you can lift a little bit heavier or more efficiently, right? Full range of motion, great technique, not cheating. Of course, it will bring you greater results than when you're just keeping on breath. Mm -hmm. So I would say my favorite workout, well, it depends. Like I like full body workouts, but I do split because I'm competing. So <laughs> sometimes you need to adjust certain things. So I do my lower body, my legs and my glutes like three times. Mm -hmm. And that's where I'm really enjoying. I don't really enjoy doing my, my back just because I already have a developed back, but I know that I need to maintain it. So I do back workouts maybe one or twice and shoulders that's also my favorite i like to rotate with high intensity sometimes but not the high intensity where i want to die after <laughs> where i have proper rest in between and i push all in because we exhaling fat right explain more about that <laughs> yes so we exhaling fat because one of the molecules of fat is carbon and we exhaling okay. carbon dioxide mm -hmm. yes well, most of it we're exhaling. We, we're not pooping it. We're not sweating mm -hmm. it. Well, some amount, it's going to be a water weight that we're sweating out. So if you're skipping on exhalation, you typically just not in, exhaling a lot of fat, yeah. right? Because where it's going to go. So heat workout, it's not a bad workout, but it should be workout where coaches teach you how to breathe properly. Mm -hmm. And nobody does it. Everybody's just keeping on that part. And then I see clients and people just suffocating during workouts and they just ready to die because the amount of lactic acid and how much they fatigued already, it's yeah. just crazy. And then you spending a lot of energy, it's energy during mm -hmm. the short period of time. And of course your body will be like, huh, now we have to what? Eat. Because you just lost a lot of energy and I'm not sure what you're going to do tomorrow. So the hunger, the hunger is the, you know, one tool of our brain that will make us to survive. Mm -hmm. So I don't do heat as throw, jump, lay down, crawl, whatever. No, I do proper technique with the all in, but I also have a rest mm -hmm. where I can rest, where I can reverse my oxygen debt and mm -hmm. exhale properly and then i go all in this is so important and that's why i really love hatha yoga because first three class for beginners it's just there is only few asanas we do literally three asanas in the entire hour and a half but most of the first three classes it's just a learning of proper breathing wow yeah yeah i've done it once and i, I was like wow that's probably because i've done hot yoga as well no that's that's not for me. And I was like, oh my God, like, no, can I me too. I can't run right now. It was maybe 10 minutes into the, into the session. And yeah. I was like, can I leave? I don't want to do this anymore because my yes. body is suffering and you cannot drink water. That's the mm -hmm. point of hot yoga. And I'm like, no. Uh, everybody's body is different and uh, absolutely different exercises fit different people. And we have also different natures. In Ayurveda, there is kapha, pitta, vata, and each of us needs different exercise. For kapha, mm -hmm. heavy lifting, 
will not work. They need lots of yoga and lots of rest. Oh, <laughs> For absolutely. Pita, they need really heavy, high intense training. And um, yeah, everybody well, finds In general, their... physical activity is good, whether it's yoga, because in yoga, you, you're holding a lot of static. Mm-hmm. If you're standing and keeping the asana, your entire body is working. Mm-hmm. Your stabilizers, muscles, your core muscles, yeah. your back muscles, your glute muscles, everything is working. If you think yeah. about it that way, you also have to breathe properly. And that builds up a lot of endurance. I agree with you completely. You don't have to lift. Or you don't have to lift the way you think the lifting is. You literally can just come into the gym and just have fun. You don't have to do certain things. Just move your body. Mm -hmm. That's that's all. That's That's right. Yeah, just walk is better than nothing. Exactly, exactly. If you don't have a chance to work out, Mm. you can do 10 squats and 10 push-ups every day. That's already workout. But everybody has a chance to walk. Mm -hmm. And of course... What is better thing if you, when you walk somewhere in the park, you enjoy the nature, the quiet environment, the colors, maybe the cold, maybe not, I don't know, but you're just disengaging from the world and you're giving yourself this ability to just breathe and walk. And of course it, it creates a good environment for your cardiovascular system, for your mm-hmm. heart, for for everything, you're breathing fresh air. So what can be... Yes, and we keep it moving because if we stop using our body, it starts to break. <laughs> it starts to yeah. lose flexibility. We start to have joint problems because joints think that we don't need them anymore. <laughs> That's oh, why yeah, it's, absolutely, it's absolutely. That's where most injuries happen because you just stop using your joints, your body, you stop using your ankles, you stop using your knees, and then all of a sudden you decided to squat. Ha ha ha. Excuse me, we were unmovable for so many days, and now you decided to squat all of a sudden. So no, at least something, at least some mobility exercises, something that you move your joints, move your neck, you're sitting, stand up, move your spine in different directions. Mm-hmm. Eyes it. also, eye exercises, just oh look God. up yes. and like circles because why we're losing our vision? Because we just don't use those muscles. Absolutely. And, and imagine like we're staring at the phones. Now it's very narrow. Mm-hmm. point we don't use our peripheral vision at all and our body is our main organ for prediction our brain detects what is around you because you can see it and now imagine your vision becomes blurry for example or worse your brain will go mm, i don't know if it's actually safe for you to go out there because i can really see right now i can't mm-hmm. predict what's going to happen because you cannot see with your left eye for example So everything is connected. Our body is an amazing machine and the brain Mm -hmm. that we have to take care of everything. Nutrition comes first, of course, then physical activity, movement. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, you have to take care of your rest, proper rest. Please don't just beat yourself up with work. Work will never end. And this is the beauty of it because you can just explore, 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 but also have fun, enjoy your life. And once every system is on check, here you go. You're healthy. Mm And don't forget about mindset and positive. Absolutely. That's that's what I said. All together. Yes, yes. Mindset. (laughs) That's amazing. Thank you so much for all this information and sharing your experience and your story. Thank Thank you you. for inviting me. I was (laughs) like, and this is episode five, my favorite number. So, the last question is how can we find you do you have a website instagram page what's the best way for our listeners to reach you out 
Yes, absolutely. So uh, my Instagram handle is Juliet Undercourse, Dars Undercourse Coach Undercourse. Mm -hmm. And then my website is uh, buildbydars.com. And I just launched my membership area where I'm posting a lot of uh, videos about fitness, how to choose your workout, how to choose your exercises. I have all exercises, techniques, videos, when I'm explaining super easy how to do mm -hmm. the exercise properly. I have videos for nutrition. When I'm reading my researches and studies, I'm putting it in a very simple way. So where I'm debunking many myths, I'm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel like it's the purpose of my studying to just share it. And it's like, hey, don't, don't spend time on this or don't waste your money on that because this is, this is, this is and mindset i'm also have a separate membership with a mindset where i just talk about meditation what meditation is and what meditation is not how to meditate okay so what do you do if you really don't have a, a space where to meditate yes and i'm excited about that so i just launched it um that's basically <laughs> where my place where i'm in right now and i'm doing every week is live stream with my subscribers and we just have discussions that's very interesting. <laughs> That's very exciting. I'm so happy for you. And you. keep I'm... crushing it. You're doing an amazing job and you help so you many too, people. You too. I'm so proud of you too. You, you remember I sent you the text message on Instagram when I just saw your podcast. And yeah. I first one, I was like, wow, she's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. It was so nice to see it. Yeah, it really keeps me motivated because especially for my podcast in English language, it's much more harder than in my native language. And it's really hard to stay motivated. But when I hear all these feedbacks, it really brings me up and I, I want to keep doing what I do. <laughs> Thank you so much.